I wasn't a voracious reader. I was an average reader. And I was an average writer. Nobody took me aside when I was a kid and said, you're one of the lucky ones. You, you've got that special spark. But Daniel Wallace had that spark after all. He's Carolina's J. Ross McDonald Distinguished Professor of English and Comparative Literature and the director of the university's creative writing program. He's also the author of Big Fish, a novel of mythic proportions. Welcome to Well Said, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill's official storytelling podcast. I'm Cece Huffman, a student podcaster at Carolina. This week, we're talking with Daniel about how he developed his own spark and how he's teaching Carolina students to do the same. Daniel graduated from Carolina in 2008, although his road to graduation wasn't typical. He spent his junior and senior years at Carolina in the early 80s, but initially left before graduating. A few years later, he returned to Chapel Hill, and with him, he brought his dream of becoming a writer. I started seriously writing when I was 24 and didn't publish my first book until I was almost 40. So a lot of time spent writing and writing badly and then unsuccessfully. If it had happened, I think, when I was much younger, that would be much more interesting. But all I wanted was to publish a book by that time. I'd never had any ideas or dreams or hopes for anything else. I'd just never thought about it. All I wanted to do was a book. And once I got that published, or once I, once I was told, we're going to publish your book, I was so happy. I thought, and this is not an exaggeration, I thought, I'm going to be happy forever. That book, Big Fish, was his big break. It was published in 1998, and in 2003, it was turned into a film by Tim Burton. Ten years after that, it was turned into a musical in Chicago, then Broadway, then all over the world. His years of practice had finally paid off, but before the success of Big Fish, there was a lot of rejection. And Daniel often shares lessons he learned from rejection with his creative writing students. He says he looks back on things he wrote that were just horrible, and that he brings boxes of his rejection slips to class. Well, I'd written five novels before writing that book, uh, and I had as much fun or got as much joy out of writing the really bad books that came before it as I did this book, which later would be published. I feel like everything that I'm working on when I'm working on it is wonderful. It's only the next day. I realize that it's not. Um, so I have a lot of rejection, in other words, and I understand the process. I understand how to get from one place to another and how hard it is. And I was, I was them. As hard as writing is, there has to be, at its, at its heart, um, a joy. And it's a hard joy. Um, I would rather fail as a writer than to be a success at anything else. The joy of failure is much greater than the joy joy of success at, at doing anything else. So it is it is tough, and it's nothing that uh, can be taught in a semester-long class. It's, it's day after day, month after month, and year after year. And I never tell anyone that they should not write. But when he was a kid, no one told him that he should. I wasn't a voracious reader. I was an average reader. And I was an average writer. Nobody took me aside when I was a kid and said, you're one of the lucky ones. You, you've got that special spark. Nobody ever did that. And I didn't have that special spark. Uh, I think a, a lot of uh, 
a lot of the things that bring uh, a person to the to the whatever it is they do, whether it's um, writing or selling lampshades, is is that if you're happy doing it, is because it corresponds to some something outside of the thing you're doing itself. So I love working on my own. I love creating things on my own to be able to show something to somebody and say, I did this. I went into this room by myself, stayed there for a few hours, and now look what I made. And as director of Carolina's creative writing program, he shares with his students his secrets to working alone. Daniel says the program is one of the best in the country, not because students learn how to create, but because students learn how to communicate. I think outside of an instruct, being instructed in a program such as ours, there's a, a self-indulgence uh, that we associate with uh, creativity, which is fine. But the next step is, is to take that and to put some you know, meat on the bones and, and to say what you want to say in ways that are not only enjoyable for the writer, but realizing that the ultimate goal is to communicate with another human being. And that's what we're here for. And that's what, um, that's what the art is. It's, it's a very practical way of it approaching what a lot of people think of as um, kind of airy uh, inspiration and, and uh, self-indulgent expression. He says constant practice is the only way to become a better writer and master the art of communicating. That's the truth. It's, it, it sounds simple, but uh, there's no way that you can learn how to do something like writing without just doing it a lot. Uh, you would think that that if you graduate from college with a major in, in, in English, that you should be able to take everything that you read, hundreds and hundreds of books, uh, and, and somehow that you're able to, to take that and use it to your own ends and, and write your own stories, that it should just flow out, but it doesn't. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a practiced art form. It's like anything else um, that you want to be good at, you know, whether it's sports, talking, anything. You can't do it without experiencing it and feeling what it feels like to do it. It just takes a really, really long time, and it, some people longer than others. You want to nurture each student according to the things that, that they want. The goal is, is, is not to create an army of professional writers. That's just not going to happen. And in, in a, if you compare it to, say, a sports team or a college sports team, how many of those people are going to go on to play you know, sports at a professional level? I want them to, to, to leave the program understanding how stories are made, how poems are written, what a creative life is, what it, what it can mean, um, the power of storytelling, understanding that even though we have a special program dedicated to telling stories in these different forms, it's what everybody does every day of their life, many, many times a day. And knowing um, how it's done and how to do it better yourself, uh, I think that um, I assume uh, and, I, and, and as professors, we assume uh, an amount of creativity that all students bring to the table. And it's our job, really, to work with them to not necessarily to harness it, uh, but to understand it and understand the ways uh, that uh, a smart writer expresses it. 
The creative writing program at Carolina is both a major and minor. It's in the Department of English and Comparative Literature in the College of Arts and Sciences. To learn more about the program, please visit their website at englishcomplit.unc.edu. Do you have an idea for an upcoming episode of Well Said? Let us know. Tweet us at UNC or email us at wellsaid@unc.edu. You can find Well Said wherever you listen to podcasts, so we hope you'll subscribe and leave us a review. Thank you for listening to this episode of Well Said. See you next week.